0: Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Now today's row is gonna be 15 minutes long, but what I'm gonna do this time is kind of shift the balance towards a moderate, higher intensity than a lot of the low intensity stuff that we've been doing. here's how we're going to do it we're going to do two minutes at 20 strokes a minute at my kind of useful loving five out of ten uh walking up a flight of stairs intensity but then we're going to do three minutes at 24 strokes a minute and then we're going to increase our pace probably by about five or six seconds depending on how you're going to be rowing but really we're going to be taking up to like seven or eight out of ten intensity and that's going to take up five minutes and we're basically going to do that three times and that's our 15 minutes over so we're just going to work that little bit harder usually the these workouts I've been doing up until now have been the other way around, where it's been mostly low intensity with a little bit of higher intensity. This time, I'm changing that balance in order to help your body progress and increase, because the next jump after this one is going to be a 20-minute row if you're following this as a progression, all right? Hope that makes sense. So we're going to do a four-minute warm-up beforehand. However, we still need to set up our machine. And on an Averon, that means setting your resistance first. Now, your resistance you're looking for is one where you get a nice connection from the stroke, but it doesn't feel like you have to tug and heave against it, but it also doesn't feel like you're just flapping in the wind. If you're using the Averon app for the concept too then where I want you to set your lever is basically why I've just described, okay now on a clean machine, what I suggest is that you set your lever to round about 5, okay, because too high is the problem here too low isn't a problem um, but if you know about drag factor then I suggest setting it between 120 and 130 and then you can adjust from there for comfort, but remember you're not having to fight it alright, and then on the Averon, well I'll tend to do my tough workouts up at 12 I'll do a lot of these training workouts like this one down at nine in order to let me kind of work through the strokes and add in the power, okay? So maybe that's kind of where you might want to set yours, it's entirely up to you. What's also entirely up to you is where you set your foot stretcher height. Now, the global guide here is that you want to get into the front of the machine with your shins in a vertical position, that's what you're looking for, but if you're set too high, it can get a bit tough to get there. If you're set too low, your backside can scoot away from you as you go way past it, and you don't want that because that's how you lose power. So, a good starting point, if you've never thought about this before, is that you set the strap to cover the bottom lace of your shoe, okay? That should then go over the balls of your feet, and that's where you can start. To be honest, again, slightly lower is better than slightly higher when it comes to your foot plates, because you really don't want to get bound up, and that's where all your angles change and your posture goes and stuff. I don't think I've said that before, but there you go, there's a little bit of a tidbit. So... Four-minute warm-up, we're going to do this at 20 strokes per minute, and I want you to start off at a very light intensity, as though you were basically just standing up out of a squat. Then after a minute, we'll increase that intensity. We'll then do two minutes worth of drills, and then we'll get ready for our main row, okay? So if you are ready, then we're going to get started in five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Right, 20 strokes a minute, one stroke every three seconds. And like I say, I want you to just use this as a warm-up let your body get used to the fact we're going to be rowing today, especially because there's going to be an element of slightly higher intensity rowing today. I want to make sure that you let your body get used to the fact that this is what you're doing. And I certainly don't want you to hit the ground running full speed and risk injury. So for the time being, just think about your body rocking forwards into the front and then rocking backwards At the back of the stroke so one o'clock forwards 11 o'clock backwards and then if you can try and think about straight arms as you're at the front as well and keeping your arms straight only pulling in at the back of the machine and that will help the power get in there because i want you to push a little harder with your legs now to increase the power so whereas you were nice and gentle before. Now what you're looking for is that 5 out of 10 effort that we will be rowing our 20 strokes a minute sections at today. So, you should feel like you're now putting in some effort. Shouldn't feel hard, but you should know that you're connecting to the machine. You should feel the weight of the stroke, your heart rate, We'll probably be climbing it'll be faster breathing rate too. kind of the intensity as though you were walking up lots of flights of stairs okay however in two strokes time we're gonna stop and put one foot on the ground okay so put one foot on the ground and then continue rowing and what this is doing is helping you with that compression into the front. You've got more space to do it because you've only got one leg strapped in. So you can get into that forwards tilt at the front and you can slide far enough forwards for your shin to be in a vertical position. Last one here, and then let's swap over our feet. Oop, I got a bit tied in there. I forgot what I was doing. And then continue so make sure and still give a nice push with the leg that's strapped in but also make sure you're in that forwards tilt with your arms straight as you push We take two more here one more then strap that foot back in get legs straight and roll with your back and arms don't worry if you have a slight bend to your knees as you come forwards, but you don't want a huge bend, okay? You're not really wanting to generate any power from your legs here. It's all about swinging with your back first and then pulling in your arms, then releasing your arms and then tilting forwards again over your back. Let's take one more here and then roll into the front with straight arms and the forwards tilt and push out from the front with your legs. Don't worry about power here. A lot of people get caught up in thinking that they have to try and power into the machine. But all I want you to do is to really work on the timing between pushing with your feet and your hands connecting to the machine and also keeping your arms straight and that forward tilt as you push. Let's do two more. Just as we hit zero, whoosh. There we go. So that's our four-minute warm-up done. Remember, we're going to be starting off at low intensity anyway, so you should be okay. However, have a quick drink, uh, move up and down the rail a little bit to keep on moving, and I'll explain one more time what it is we're doing today. Okay, then. So while I'm describing this, just have a little bit of a wiggle of your backside to release the pressure of your sit bones down on your glutes, which can cause a little bit of discomfort to your backside. So. Today's row is going to be 15 minutes long, and how we're going to break it down is into three five-minute chunks. And those five-minute chunks are going to go like this. The first two minutes we're going to do at 20 strokes a minute and round about 5 out of 10 intensity. Then we're going to do three minutes at 24 strokes a minute and round about 7 out of 10 intensity, which is probably going to mean five or six seconds faster when you get up to those 24 strokes a minute. Then we're going to go back down to 20, back up to 24, back down to 20, back up to 24, and then we're done and we can go celebrate again great row and get on with our day okay so that's the row that we have ahead of us and we might as well get started all right especially because we're starting off at 20 strokes a minute there's no worries about this one (laughs) so let's get ready to go in five four three two one and we're off so all you're looking for for the first two minutes here and each time we come back to these 20 strokes a minute sections is just to row at pretty much the same pace you were rowing the warm up at that second minute when I was talking about walking up a flight of stairs. I'm hoping if you've been following the run of these workouts that have been building up over time, that you'll have been rowing at this 20 strokes a minute, five out of 10 intensity for long enough in those previous workouts, that you now know the kind of pace that you should be hitting and you're looking to try and be consistent about that pace, not only within these first two minutes as we start, but then each time we come back to the 20 strokes a minute, I want you to hit this pace again. But the truth is, is as you improve as a rower, what you'll find is that your perceived 5 out of 10 effort, Will gradually get faster as you get stronger and fitter you'll find that the pace that you're rowing at right now will actually be a distant memory You people like Wow I used to row that slow ideally you do proper baseline tests in order to know when to increase your pace that's where the 2k training pace things come comes from but you can still use perceived effort for these kind of rows. It works just as well, as long as you're honest about it. Especially when it comes to increasing, which we're going to do in two more strokes time. Okay, so get ready to go up to 24 from now. So push a little harder with your legs. And what happens is your drive speed Will increase and you'll also as a result of more power into the machine and the fact that you're taking four more strokes per minute than you were before you should have noticed an increase in your pace so I've gone up from 157 per 500 metres when I was rowing at 20 strokes a minute down to 150 151 which is bang on what I was saying about the pace increase of course don't worry about my actual pace it doesn't matter whether I'm slower than you or faster than you, what matters is you, okay, so this is why I always do my workouts as time-based, not distance-based, because if I did this as, like, a thousand meters, a thousand meters, you might be finished, oodles ahead of me and just wouldn't work as a row along. Whereas this way, if you're rowing 10 seconds faster than me, that's okay. Because we're still, both of us still have just over a minute to go before we can swap down to 20 strokes a minute again. And there's a kind of percentage increase against our own performance we'll both be increasing by the same amount relative to our own performance, if that makes sense. So all I'm saying is when I give numbers like 157 and 150, don't think that that's the pace that you have to row at, but do aim for the difference between the two. Okay, so I want you to try and go five or six seconds faster as you increase, which you're then going to take off in a few seconds' time. After this stroke, here we go. So let's return to 20 strokes a minute. Back off. So I'm looking to go back down to one 57 again which I am just to let my body recover I mean the 24s aren't too intense but they definitely do take you up heart rate increases by a lot more than when you're rowing at this pace breathing rate goes up had you perceived effort should go up to like 7 or 8 out of 10 and this is a great way to kind of jump ahead if you're trying to increase your time on the machine so when we went from 12 minutes to 15 the first 15 minute row was just a single low intensity one to get used to rowing for 15 minutes but then this one because it adds a little bit more intensity this prepares you for the next jump up to 20 minutes and although these kind of zone 3, zone 4 heart rate workouts can be Quite maligned in terms of the training effect. I think it's slightly misunderstood how useful mentally they can be, not just physically. Two more strokes, then we're gonna go up to twenty-four again. Okay, you ready to push harder with the legs and try to get back to the pace that you were rowing at 24 strokes a minute last time. Because the point here is that you want it to be a little bit uncomfortable. You never really see huge improvements from comfort. Yes, the low intensity rows builds your core foundation fitness to allow you to then be able to work harder in a row like this. But, speed, power, you really need to kind of get out of your comfort zone if you're looking to improve them. Not that I'm saying everyone wants to Perform better, but if nothing else, by mixing up intensities, by doing the low intensity, slower rows, the fast rows, and then these more moderate rows, it just mixes things up so you don't get bored doing the same thing. I mean, lots is written about the importance of zone two training, whether you're a runner, a rower or whatever, but pretty much all the time in every article, There's then a paragraph about how to overcome the boredom aspect of it. Whether that means putting on a podcast or Netflix or even listening to me. Those zone two rows, eventually you have to learn to love them and learn how to kind of get through them. And so sprinkling on a little bit more excitement every four or five sessions can help too. Okay, two more strokes. One more, and back to 20. So that's 10 minutes done. We can return to 20 strokes a minute again just ease off a bit not too much though I want you still to get back to that pace that you've been rowing 20 strokes a minute at after all we still want to make sure and get the workout benefits from this row and as we're in the back third of this row sometimes it's round about now that fatigue can start to set in not just physically but mentally too where if you've never really worked out with this intensity for this duration before you can start to kind of drift a bit and you usually notice that first by seeing your pace start to wander downwards you're like hang on before I was rowing at 157 now I'm down at 203 why is that and usually it's a technique thing and the first thing to go technique wise is your posture and your back swing so as we get into our final three minutes let's just take a moment to think about how we're meant to be rowing to keep on going nice and strong so here we go then and push a little harder with the legs put in more power to give you a faster drive speed, but then also complement that with a faster or slightly faster recovery to the front. And really, if you can just think about the sequencing and your body positions as you push with your legs And then, as you initiate your recovery, usually, everything else looks after itself. So, as you come to the front of the machine, make sure your arms are straight. Relaxed, though. Not too tense. If I can see your triceps bulging out of your arms... You're way too tense as you come forward. barb straight, fingers hooked over the handle. It's not a death grip. And then your upper body should be tilting forwards to a one o'clock position. Again, it's a tilt, a hinge. Over your hips you're not curling your upper or lower body to get there then slide forwards far enough for your shins to be in a vertical position and this is where you need to watch your posture because if you have a tucked tailbone underneath you and your hips Rolled backwards as you come into the front. That's when it's really easy to overcompress, shins go way past vertical. But then push out with your legs, holding the forwards tilt and straight arms. And then as your legs are halfway through the drive, swing your back and pull in your arms. And then instantly let your arms come away from you, which then triggers your forwards tilt so that your arms are over your knees before your knees bend. Then bend your knees and roll into the front, ready for the last stroke. (laughs) I know, sometimes I should really start off the row with that stuff but i usually do to be fair so anyway uh keep rowing lightly just to have a quick cool down while i'm saying goodbye remember i do have a cool down up here as well that you can do that then has a stretching section on the end so either do that next or if you're off to do some kind of resistance training or something then super enjoy that then think about doing some kind of stretching afterwards okay so thanks so much for joining me for this 15 minute row hopefully it got your intensity up you can tell i'm out of breath so I got a nice little raw out of that. Really helped me build uh, back up. I was a little bit poorly for a while. I had the winter flu bug. And so these uh, making these videos, videos for you are actually really helping me. How selfish. <laughs> in fact, would that be wrong if that was this, this workout's hashtag? If it was hashtag selfish? Would that be wrong? Would there be something? Let's just do that. If you're going to use uh, a hashtag to post on your socials and whatever, then just go hashtag selfish or you can do I'm not selfish because it's like mm, you're not but I am because I'm yeah doing this you get what I mean some kind of selfish reference as a hashtag and, I'll, and we'll go oh look at that all right so I should really go have a lie down somewhere shouldn't I I'm obviously not completely over the over the bug because I've gone a bit loopy Woo-woo. uh thank you so much for joining me for this one and I'm seriously putting up with me I mean nobody else does Why else do you think I'm in the studio on my own um, <laughs> thanks for putting up with this road for joining me hopefully you're seeing the progress that I'm talking about I really hope you are please leave me some kind of a comment somewhere on the socials on the videos or wherever let me know how you're finding them any feedback whatever I'm here I'm kind of very open to hearing it um, but unless you say that I talk too much in which case no I don't um, so thank you so much for joining me it's the third time I've said that I will see you in a future video until then take care be well bye